We really need new phones. T Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee at 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. Ctmobile.com. High school baseball is over, but that doesn't stop us from talking high school baseball because there is a new summer league. It's time for the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show presented by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. Let's turn it over to the fans' high school insider, big-time Mike McGivern. Welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Mike McGivern alongside David Casey and Jim Clark. I'll tell you, boys, two good ambassadors for this league. You know, Dan D'Amico, West Bend West, Brian Johnson from Greendale, um, and two different ways to go about getting their teams involved and, and really strong ambassadors for what you guys are doing. Yep. We need uh, 30, 40, 50 more just like <laughs> Well, let's not. Uh, hold on a second, Casey. Hold on. Jim Clark, you would like to have t- at least 20 like that, right? I'll take 50. Take fit. Well, look at man. You're starting to drink his Kool Aid, man. You're drinking the David Casey Kool Aid. I I like the fact. Look, Brian Johnson. I, I I'm a big fan. I I think he's a really good guy, and I think yeah. he runs a good program, and he has his perspective of. Look, I want to coach my daughters, but I still want these boys to get better and use it as a developmental league. And we have good, solid parents, and they don't need to hear my voice anymore. And I think when he said, look, I, I want to go coach my daughter's team. And I, he said, you already said, who? Quite a year, man. Yeah. Quite a year. And I, I, th- I like the fact that he figured out a way to get all of it done. And they're in the final four. It'll be interesting to see on Tuesday if he stays up in the, he stays up in the crowd or if he's going to come down and start trying to coach now that it's the final four. I don't know. I uh, I think you might see him in the dugout. Yeah, yeah <laughs> you think? Uh, yeah, you might be. He might be over at third base waving guys around a little bit. You never know. Holler. It's funny. The final four. You know, maybe it just worked out this way, or maybe it's because, you know, all four of these programs were really well run. And I think if you look at the top eight, for the most part, they were all well run from the beginning. Yeah. Um, you know, the, the top eight teams that made the playoffs for us and especially the final four are all teams that took it serious, right? communicated well, and, you know, got players to every game, all that sort of stuff. And it, and it's a good example, all four of them. Will you guys be there on Tuesday? I will be there. Yeah. Is there a trophy uh, that's... Uh... Yes, there is. Yeah. Trophy bigger than me. No way. Uh, it's pretty big. It's pretty big. Yeah. Not, how big are you? 6'4"? Six, 6'4". Four? Six, four. Yeah, it's not bigger than you. Yeah. It might be bigger than Clark here, yeah. right? <laughs> Especially when I saw him walking in today. You know what? He's Boy, that knee has bothered him, Matt. He's starting to hunch over a little bit. Hey, um, the teams that didn't take it as serious, what, if, if their coaches are listening right now, um, Jim, I'm going to start with you. What What would you say to those guys? I mean, I would say seize the opportunity to get more baseball in. I mean, this league is here for you to develop your team at the high school level and give you the ability to make your team better. 
and make them want to play high school baseball? Same question. Yeah, I mean, I would say, um, you know, anything that has gone wrong are easy fixes or fixes that we are the league's trying to make, and it's just a matter of teams, you know, following what the league's asking them to do. And if you do that and communicate well with your parents and players, it's going to be successful. Can I give you a recommendation on that coaches meeting? Yeah. My recommendation would be you you have uh, Dan stand up from West Bend West, and you have Brian stand up, and and you say, hey, look. For you guys that didn't, you know, you're you're going to come come here and, and tell us all the problems that we have, which is fine. We'll listen to all of it. But what I don't want to hear is, well, it took too much of my time. I couldn't be there all the time. Okay, talk to Brian Johnson. Or, look, I didn't get, you know, maybe I didn't get as many games as I wanted. Well, you know what, talk to Dan. You know, these are two guys that did it totally separate but are really good ambassadors for the league, and they figured out how to get it done. And they're better off now. They got to the Final Four. One of these guys maybe wanted. Who, who knows is going to win it. But they figured out how to get it done. And one was totally invested in and with time. The other coached his daughter and trusted people that were in the program to get it done. And he would show up when he can. So there's – look, there's no, there's no perfect solution on all this stuff. But understand that there, it's wide open. There's ways to get it done if you want to get it done. Yeah, and another thing is, you know, most of the stuff that needs to get done is getting done in the even before their spring season. You know, it's getting it done in January, February, March. Um, so once we do hit the start of the season, it's just, you know, all the prep work's been done. You know, the, that's where we ran into real issues is not having the prep work done. Have you guys thought about in the future having, you know, an all-tournament team or any of that kind of stuff? Player of the year in the conference, all of that? We wanted to this year. Going back to the I-score thing, right. once that kind of fell flat, we weren't able to track stats. We weren't able to do Yeah, I was on the website again today, and, and uh, I don't even need to bring it up because you guys know. Next and, year we will have all that. Next yeah. year we will have an all kind. Of, we there's lots of big things on the horizon for this league. That's Jim Clark saying that we're going to keep right. that, and we're going to uh, we're going to replay this in about seven months to remind <laughs> him that he's going to go about getting no sleep again for for a while and checking his phone um, a whole lot. Uh, do you guys want to make any predictions for uh, for Tuesday? No predictions. <laughs> no predictions. You Monday want, too who, is the JV. Yeah, Monday is the JV. Who, who's in that? Uh, we will know after noon tomorrow. Okay. And, um, and then we're taping this show, so, you know, it's... Uh, oh, noon on Friday. There you go. Thank you, <laughs> Jim. I appreciate that. Um, I, I can make some predictions. Go for it. Uh, the first game, first 10 o'clock, who's playing? Marquette and Greendale. <sighs> Boy, I'm going to take Greendale in that one. Who's in the second one? West Bend West and Oak Creek. I'll take West Bend West. Okay. So West Bend West and Greendale in the finals, and uh, I'm going to go with Johnson on that one. I'll go with Brian Johnson to go with the Mighty Panthers to win this thing, and and you know what? I, look, Marquette's going to get be yelling at me, and and Dan will be yelling at me, but that hey, I'm just making predictions. That's <laughs> that's what I'm telling you. And then I can go back and say, well, the team that won the summer baseball league, Wisconsin. They beat Martin Luther, my Martin Luther boys, <laughs> but so what? They're the champs of this whole summer <laughs> baseball league. Um, hey, this has been a really good um, show. 
and and I appreciate you, you, you the willingness of of you guys to to do this to come in when we did it live to come in when we had to record it um, and take the time away from all the stuff that you're doing planning a wedding. Um, I know is uh, that's falling completely on your show. No, yeah, you know, I'm, yeah. I'm putting in my fair share. <laughs> yeah, I'm not sure. Come on now, come on now, Clark. I know you're busy, and and uh, I appreciate your willingness to do this. The other part that I appreciate is you didn't, you not one time did you say, hey, could you could you hold the reins back a little bit on some of the problems that maybe we're having? You never, you never said that to me, and I think it's important that we highlight them. So that year two, you know, you guys aren't, aren't running from any of this stuff. And so I appreciate, you know, your, your willingness to allow me to, to, to be able to do that kind of stuff and, and be able to say, look, uh, who am I to say, hey, I would recommend that you allow these coaches to get up and say this and that. But I, I'm just from a guy from the outside um, that's been around a lot of this stuff. I think it's important to, to say, hey, look, let's, let's make sure that year two is, is better than year one. And your three is better than your two, and and uh, if you get twenty guys making commitments, are you going to ask for commitments at that coaching meeting? You think? Uh, I don't know. I'm not sure. We haven't really. I do about know it. that you know I've heard from around ten other programs that want in next year. Um, I think we have sort of a feel for the for the groups that want to come back. I think there's some in the middle we have no idea, and then right. there's some that we probably know won't. But. Um, I mean, yeah. if, if you if you can get ten new ones to start with, and then if you lose a few and then build on that ten, yeah. man, it, it's all good stuff, boys. Yeah, it's all good stuff. Well, again, I appreciate your willingness to do this. Uh, Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin um, says thank you very much for you know being uh, being able to come in studio when we needed you or record when we needed you. The the amount of uh, Young players that you guys, and, and again, you just kind of oversee this and you set this all up, but a lot of young players are going to thank you one day for allowing their, them to have a chance to play and the stories they're going to have about this. Like we talked about that kid from Marquette, hadn't played since seventh grade. He got a chance to play in a, in a varsity baseball game because of this league. Those are the guys that are going to come up to you one day and say thank you. Um, go ahead. I just want to, before we kind of wrap up, I want to just personally give a shout out and a thank you to all the umpires in the league. Perfect. Yep. You know, the coaches and the players and the parents and all that. Gary Kalkoff deserves a lot of credit, our, our umpire coordinator, who we couldn't end up getting on the show, but um, he put in, you know, a lot of time with, with Jim and I. And then I think Jim and I just both want to thank you, obviously, for, for having us on the air oh, and you allowing bet. us to talk about this stuff. Yeah. yeah, I appreciate it. Guys, I'm going to cut you loose on the other side of the break. We're going to talk to my older brother, Tim, Tim McGivern, who's in town for his birthday and and uh, actually playing for the Mud Hens and with the mighty Mud Hens. We'll find out uh, a little bit of, uh, about what he's doing. And you want to talk about the love of the game? Here's a guy that has loved baseball since he was, you know, playing in fifth grade, fourth grade, and uh, just adores it to the point that he brings his stuff up from Florida to Milwaukee and plays in a one nine-inning game from 55 and over with the Mud Hens. So, boys, uh, good luck on Tuesday, and nice job with this league. Thanks, Thanks Mike. Mike. Yeah, it's good to see you. This is uh, the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Uh, welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin. 
We are brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern talking with, uh, with my older brother, Tim, and let me set this up. You know, this is our last baseball show. We get into high school football starting next week, and uh, I wanted to uh, talk to my brother, Tim, and, and probably name this subject or this uh, segment for the love of the game. And I'll tell you why I've got him on. Um, when I was younger, I would follow him to uh, to wherever he was playing baseball. I'd go over to the pumping station on the east side and get to Lincoln Park somehow to watch him play over there. He got to high school. He went to Francis Jordan, played baseball there, went to Dominican, played there. He's a catcher, and I'd go to all their games as a kid. And it made me want to play baseball. And he, he just had – he played football and basketball, but baseball was his sport. And he got back to playing baseball a number of years ago when he was down in Florida. And, look, I don't know if he's addicted to playing baseball, but it's pretty darn close. <laughs> hey, uh, my brother Tim, and, and first and foremost, uh, he's in town for, for, uh, for his birthday. Happy birthday, brother. How you been? Hey, thank you, brother. Been doing good. Good to hear your voice. Yeah, it's good to have you in my town, man. You understand you're in my town, right? Hey, excuse me. Uh, you called me this morning, and has as you uh, as you first thing you said, welcome to my town, That's now, brother. I've lived here before. I've lived here before. I know it's been a long time, but it is your town. Well, you and left it. That's yeah, right, brother John. It's your town. Well, when it got comes that. to hey, when it comes to this kind of stuff, talking baseball, it's my town. It's not my. It's not our it brother sure John's is. town. Hey, Certainly is. It's, it is your town. Hey, uh, on, so I want look. This is our last baseball show of the year, and uh, we we turn this thing over to high school football next Saturday. And uh, with you being in town, I wanted to talk a little bit about the game of baseball with you. And and if you remember me following you all over the place when you, when when we were younger, you know, from Bartlett Avenue Playground to the pumping station to Lincoln Park to watch you play baseball. And you, you, this game, you fell in love with baseball at an early age, correct? Love baseball. Loved it from an early age, from being on Bartlett Avenue, being down at Bartlett Avenue, just throwing the ball against the wall, playing with Brother Jim. Yeah, love, love baseball. Always have. Love watching it. Still follow the Brewers. Yeah, no doubt. And and here's the cool part is, is look, I, I've got so much respect for my brother Tim. He's still catching, still playing a little infield, outfield. Um, Timmy, this birthday, how old are you going to be? 66. 60, July 27th. 66. 66 yeah. year, he's 66 years old, and he's still catching. He's still putting the gear on. And so he flies in from, from Dunedin, from the Clearwater, Florida area, and where he's playing a bunch of baseball down there. He flies in to spend a few days with his family. What does he do? He reaches out to the Mud Hens, and he goes and plays, plays a few innings, probably a game or two, while he's in town with the Mud Hens. Um, Timmy, with, with the leagues that you play in, so you just reached out to some teams up here a year ago and said, hey, look, I catch down in Florida. Anybody looking for a catcher? Yeah, it was really nice. Um, I just put my name on the list, was picked up, and last year I played. You came out. In fact, Michael, they said if you're coming out, bring your brother with you. He's, he's, got, a, he's got a crowd that comes out and uh, yeah. will follow him. I said, you're on air, so uh, not, that's not going to happen. But, yeah. A lot of fun, a lot of fun. So we'll be playing Saturday and um, MATC. It's um, 
It must be a field over that way in Southside. Yeah, we're so, tap- we're taping this cup days early. It's it's Aaron. In fact, Timmy's playing right now. As this is Aaron, he's playing over at MATC with the Mud Hens. And uh, look, when 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 you got back into playing baseball down in Florida, did you have any idea? Um, as far as how much how much baseball for for guys our age that was available to you, it's unbelievable. Because Michael, I did not pick up a ball because I you know got out of high school, then played um, played with Brown Deer, and then went in the service. So I did not pick up a ball from eighteen, seventeen, eighteen to mid forties, and I had no idea what's going on in Florida. They've got they've got leagues eighteen, twenty eight, thirty five, forty five, fifty five. And they just started a 16-over league. So you can play all year round down there. They take a break right now as we're on break because it's so hot down in Florida. But then uh, you can come up, you know, you hook in with some teams up here. I've got a buddy in Chicago, and they've got Fab 50 League uh, right outside Chicago. And so there's all kinds of baseball. There's tournaments that we play. Tournaments will start up. You know, last time I, was, I talked with you, John Arnold, and he's big name up in this area. He's... Um, you know, he plays on tournament teams, go all over the country. We'll go to, let's see, we go out to Arizona in um, October. And then November, there's tournaments for a month. You can hook in and out of tournaments down in Fort Myers, Florida, the Roy Hobbs. And it goes from 18, and they have teams up through 75 years old. Man, so right now, when, when you get back to Florida and your season starts, how many teams and what age groups are you playing? Uh, I'll play... I'm on a 55 team that we have, and we've got six, and we're supposed to have eight teams in 55. And then I'll hook in with 35, 45. And 45, they'll have eight to 10 teams, and 35, probably six to eight teams in 35. So that's how much baseball is being played. And then during the week, I don't play during the week, but they've got 18 and 28. So you could, if you hooked in with teams, you could play four times a week, easy. Man, and so on a, a typical weekend for you during the season, how, how many games are you playing? I'll just play one um, on Sunday. I'll play a doubleheader. So I'll, I may play 55 in the morning and then hook into either 35 or 45 in the afternoon. So just one day a week. And then do games. you guys practice? No, we'll practice before we get started. But, uh, no, we don't practice um, during the week or anything. We just come and, and uh, we'll start we'll start in January we'll finish up around um, July 4th and then we'll start up Labor Day and we'll go till the first of uh, November and then tournaments are all during that time and then one turn once tournaments start you got to pick what teams you're gonna play on at what age groups or can you yeah because what happens is, is and John you know John uh, hooks in with these upper division teams you know John Arnold but I'll play with a team out of Atlanta um, and I'll come down to Fort Myers, and then we have a team that is comprised of Kansas City guys, Chicago guys, and Florida guys that will go out to Arizona and play one week out in Arizona. And um, those fields, we play on spring training fields and uh, some of the, the uh, major leagues. It's, it, they're beautiful, beautiful. And then in Florida, we play on major league, minor league fields down there for those tournaments. You know, it's funny. Last year when I did watch, uh, go to watch my brother catch for the Mud Hens, I asked him between innings, I said, man, can you still throw these guys out? 
He said, yeah, I can one hop and get these guys, man. Come on. And and he's, look, I don't know how many guys you threw out. That you, you played a doubleheader with them last year. I think the game, first game that I was at, you threw three guys out. And I don't know what you did in the second, but they weren't going to test that uh, that Dominican-Francis Jordan Michael, arm let anymore. Let me interrupt you. Let me interrupt you because every day is a mystery. Every day is a mystery. So I may be able to. You came out. I threw some guys out. But, no, you could come out the next hour and it would go, like, out <laughs> in the left field somewhere. So, uh, no, there's no there's, there's no grandiosity. It's just the love of the games. You said it, the love of the game. And everybody just you're – like, you're, like, 10, 12 years old again when you see these guys out on the field. Timmy, do you, when you're in Florida and, or even in these tournaments, are you seeing the, a lot of the same guys that, that you've seen uh, year after year? Oh, yeah. Yeah, these guys and, – and, they are out there all the time. And sometimes, like, you'll see them, and they'll be playing, like, in 60, and then the next week you're playing a 65 tournament, and they're out there playing 65. So there's a core of guys, and there's a core of guys from Milwaukee area that you, I'll see in these tournaments, and um, I'll see them, and they'll recognize the name, and they'll say, hey, do you know Mike McGivern? And I'm not just saying that. Either Johnny or, my, or you – and uh, and then we talk about hey where'd you go to school? They would have gone to Mesmer or or uh, you know one of the the local schools in the area. And you're right back in talking about different guys. Do you know? Do you know this guy? So it's a it's so much fun. We are so much fun. We are talking to uh, to my older brother Tim. Tim McGivern, and, and again, it's uh, it's a baseball show, and I needed to get to, uh, my brother on and and talk about the love of the game because I, I again I have so much respect for him as uh, you know my older brother, but as a guy that has has fallen in love with baseball all over again, he's been doing this now again for another twenty five years or so, and and just playing as much as he can, and and being down in Florida he gets a chance to play a lot. Timmy, one of the other things that that I noticed. You'll send me some pictures of some of these tournaments. I mean, you've sent me pictures with you and Doug Flutie and you and this guy and guys who, who have played either baseball at a really high level or other sports at a high level that just they want to continue to compete. Dante Bichette, who played for the Brewers, you played with him on a team. You see a lot of guys like that throughout uh, some of these tournaments, right? Oh, it's unbelievable. Unbelievable. One day I was facing a guy and I said, who is this guy? He's got this curvy. It was Oil Can Boyd. Oh, man. Oil Can Boyd. And Dante <laughs> Bichette played, played on our team. And I sat next to him as like Dante Bichette. And real quiet, unbelievable. You know when these major league players are there or they play top-level college, they throw different, they hit different. And I'm sitting, and I said to Dante Bichette, I said, um, you know, I felt like about 10 years old, Mr. Bichette. I said, uh, you played a little bit with, in Milwaukee. Tell me what it was about. And he had his head down. He looked up, and he just smiled. He said, I love Milwaukee. I love Milwaukee. He said, I didn't play there very long, but he said, those fans, and um, he said, it just it was incredible. Milwaukee County Stadium and, uh, and that era. So, yes, yes. You, you know, you run into these guys, and, and um, it's unbelievable. It really is. Carl Everett plays in our league. Carl Everett Jr. Yeah. And uh, yeah, and he is—he's uh, like, I don't know, Carl Everett. It's like, whoa, come on, man. And, uh, and they just Roy Smith. There, uh, there was a pitcher with Cleveland who is on our team. He plays every week. Roy Smith. Yeah. And he was a pitcher with Cleveland, and he's on our team. 
And uh, they just love baseball, too, obviously. They, they, they played at such a high level, and they continue to want to play. So Man. There's a lot of, in your listening audience, there's a lot of guys out there. If they aren't playing currently and want to get back into it, Milwaukee's filled with baseball, filled with baseball for them to, to reach out to, uh, to see if they can get on a team. I'm sure they can. Well, let's uh, – again, we're taping this, but let's make sure you get you come into Milwaukee and get a win for the, the mighty Mud Hens, man. Yeah, don't... Hey, thank you, Michael. And, yeah, you uh, bet. You're doing a great job. Keep it up. I appreciate that. Hey, I... let me have one more shout-out sure. to Bob Malowitz. Molly is out there listening. He's a, he's a, ferv- he is a fan of you and uh, of your sports radio show, and he's Hall of Fame himself, so – uh, and struggling right now in terms of his health, but we wish the best for him. Yeah, I got a great voicemail from him the other day telling me to uh, behave myself at uh, this little event that you and I are going to on uh, here in the next couple of nights. So, uh, Tim McGivern, thank you so much. In fact, hey, our, Michael, our, thank you so much, buddy. You got it. Uh, again, for the love of the game, man, that's my brother Tim. Let's get you a break. Other side of the break, we're going to talk to Adam Walker and Kurt Heyer from the Milwaukee Milkmen. This is the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. Welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin. I'm Mike McGiver, now joined by two of the Milwaukee Milkmen, Adam Walker and Kurt Heyer from the Milwaukee Milkman. How you guys doing, Adam? How you been? Uh, doing great. Yeah, glad to be here. Thanks yeah. for having me. Yeah, you bet. Kurt's good to see you again. Thanks for having me back. Yeah, so you guys, uh, uh, we're taping this thing because you guys are on the road. Um, All-Star weekend, All-Star vacation, I guess, right? But you guys are coming off like a 19-hour bus drive or something? Yeah, <laughs> yeah we were in uh, Texas, yeah, Dallas area, so oh, a nice man. little trip back up here. Boy, you get to know each other uh, pretty close on the bus. I've I've made those trips. Uh, I was a director of sales and marketing with the, the the Mustangs and the the Wave and the Rampage in this market, and took some some long bus rides. And well, I'll tell you what: after you get done playing a little cards, playing some poker, and talking stupid, you still got you know thirteen hours, fourteen hours left. And and it, that's a tough one. You you guys don't have to go back there, do you? No. Um... Thank God. Uh, we were able to make a couple of pit stops on the way just to kind of like reload a little bit. We, uh, I was happy to get some In-N-Out Burger because I'm from the West Coast and I don't really get to have that very often. So it was just nice to get that good quality burger in me again. No doubt. Hey, Kurt, when, when we had you on two weeks ago, uh, the biggest response that I got was, man, that guy won a national championship. And you you know, for, for, for people, a lot of people think about basketball. I've been a basketball coach a long time. But the, but with the addition of ESPN as far as covering so much college baseball now, people get really into watching college baseball. And to win a national championship had to be a really big deal. I'm wondering for you if, if, it, if you won the thing and then you just went on with your life. or it had, is, that a, is that a life changer? Um, yes and no. I mean, it's it, obviously it's a big um, blessing to win something like that, especially with the group of guys that, you know, you want it with. I mean, those are, you know, endless relationships you'll have for the rest of your life. Um, but I don't think that's something that, you know, should, you know, represent you the whole way, but it's a good like stepping stone into where you want to get to. Um, can I, can I ask you a follow up question? Um, 
and being a basketball coach, we I've had the opportunity to win some state championships. And people ask me about him. And the first one I won, I was coaching at a place called uh, Whitefish Bay Dominican. And we won a, a state championship. And when I got in the car with my wife and two kids, I said to my wife, "Is that's it. Is it, that's kind of is that all there is? Like I, I still got to go back to work on Monday, but then after a, a couple of days, what what settled in for me is it actually was the journey. When I t- when I look at the sectionals and I look at the regional final and the sectional semifinals, both really good games, and then we get to we get up to the Cold Center, and I don't remember much about the two ch- the the semifinals and the finals, but I remember a lot about the journey getting there, and I'm wondering if that's the same thing for you. Actually, um, you hit the nail on the head. We were more focused on the process of getting to where we wanted to go. And then when we got there, we kind of just, you know, rolled our shoulder, rolled our eyes around like, oh, we're here. Well, let's finish it and stuff. And just we went through a lot of hardships and a lot of tough games to get to that point. And we, it, nothing could surprise us after that. So we basically, you know, faced every possibility and um, we were just able to put it together right at the end. You know, it's interesting to me. We had a... Um... That that team, that, and we won back to back. And there was a couple guys on that team. One was a guy named J.R. Blount. Do you remember him, Adam? I mean, he maybe he's a little bit older than you. Uh, the name a little bit. Kinda, yeah, yeah. So when when I talk to people about this kid, Adam, um, physically he's not a kid anymore. He's now he, he's an assistant basketball coach at Colorado State. He's married, got a couple kids, but in my world, he's still a kid. And he he was the toughest kid I ever coached mentally, physically, spiritually, academically, all of that. And there there was a game one time where he got hurt uh, in the practice before, and we were going down to Berlin and Catholic Central. We were ranked like one or two in the state. They were three, four. Game had been sold out all week. And he turned his ankle with about two minutes left in practice the night before. And, and I snuck down the back stairs and watched him walk to his car, and he couldn't get there. And so I figured, okay, he's not playing. And I saw him the next day at, down at the gym. I met the team at, in Burlington, and, and I said, how you doing? He goes, I'm straight. I said, you're playing today? He goes, yeah. I said, you know, I snuck down the back hall and watched you try to get your car last night. He said, don't get sneaky on me, coach, right? <laughs> so we're playing, and I think we're down seven, something like that. A couple minutes ago, he hit a three, and they took a timeout, and I went to go out and talk to the team. He goes, Matt, hey, you're, you're all red in the face. Relax, I got this. We're not losing tonight. I got this. And he went on to score the next six, and we ended up winning. And then he didn't practice for a week. But he was that kind of guy that always made the play. And he was, again, physically and mentally and spiritually tougher than anybody. And I'm wondering in the game of baseball, have you guys had guys on your team that are always that guy that come up and, and, and they get a big hit when when need be? Or And, and getting back to you on that, on that national championship team, was it just spread around? Was there, if you think back, was there always guys getting hits in the right spot? You know, guys coming into pitch that maybe had some bad, bad games, but came when it was really, you know, they had to get a couple outs and they were able to do it. Um, yeah, I mean, everybody, every, every night's different. There's always that one, you know, hero that kind of comes out, you know, late in the game, and um, you know, he, you know, saves the day. But we had some major contributors throughout the whole season as a whole. Um, I mean, that's the beauty about baseball. Anything can happen. You can be a guy that's been sitting on the bench for nine, you know, eight innings and come out clutch, you know, hitting a home run. Or a guy comes in, bases loaded, and gets the key strikeout. I mean, that that's the great thing about baseball. Yeah, I agree. Adam, same question for you. And and then we're going to get into the milkman now. But in, in the past, 
you've been on teams where where you know you've been that guy, but but there's other guys when when uh, you know they always seem to get a hit when there's two two guys on you know bottom of the six, bottom of the seven, something like that. Uh, yeah, I mean, um, luckily I've been on some pretty good teams, and uh, I think the thing that separates that and the good teams um, from the other ones was that I think we all kind of believed that we could be that guy. So you know, going down the line, say you know. Say if I didn't get the job done, there was always that faith that guy behind me was going to get the job done, whether it was guy coming out of the bullpen or however it is. But those good teams, they, it's a very tight knit where you you have faith in the next guy, and I think everybody everybody wants to be that guy, but you also have faith that your teammates will pick you up. And you know what? And I think, and you got you played basketball. I know Kurt, you were a single sport guy. Did you you played basketball at mm-hmm. Lutheran, right? Yeah. I think you have the most success when guys try and stay in their lane. Mm-hmm. You know what? If you if if you can hit a three, and you come back to the bench and you you said you know you've missed three in a row and you go, coach, I'm wide open. You told us to take wide open shots. Well, you're wide open for a reason, man. They scouted <laughs> us. They know you can't you can't hit a three. And I think when guys stay in their lanes, um, you know things work out work out for the best. Hey, let's get uh, let's get more into what the Milwaukee Milkman. You guys have won three in a row, correct? Is that is that what I read, or is that uh, what? we won the la- uh, three out of six on three, the road. three out of six? We okay, the road, road series. Okay, and how the, how's the team playing? All star break is this halfway through for you guys? Just about a little bit more. Uh, a little bit more. Yeah, a little bit more. Okay, team starting to come around a little bit. You guys feel good where you're at? Yeah, um, you know I think uh, you know split the split the road series, so be able to do that um, on the road definitely is a good thing. So we're just happy to. Be back in Milwaukee, get some time off, and uh, finish up the second half strong. You know how do the playoffs? And I don't know how the playoffs work um, in in uh, in the league. Uh, do, do you need to win your division to get in? Do the first couple teams get in. Does anybody know that? I think it's the top three. Teams. Top three. I, I I'm not sure. I'm I'm not really familiar with how the you know the playoffs you know are around here. Right. Um, I was I was in this league two years ago, but wasn't around long enough to see how it played out. So, you, you know, looking at your schedule, what I like is you guys got a lot of home games coming up. Yeah. Mm-hmm. You get you come off the All-Star break and you got to go to Chicago for 3 and then you're home for, you know, 5 or 6 days in a row and then come August, you guys are home for for way more than half of that month and uh need to get healthy and and obviously you guys need to start winning a bunch of games and getting it back to back and and see if you guys can't make the playoffs. Hey, let's get to a break. Other side of the break we can continue our conversation. Um Adam Walker, Milwaukee Lutheran guy. He's a Milwaukee guy. Kurt Heyer, he's from uh Arizona. Uh, California. California, but he yeah. played at Arizona and he won a national championship uh with Arizona. How was the basketball team when you were there? Oh, it was it was always pretty solid. Um, we always won our conference, um, but we'd always get to like the Sweet Sixteen and then the, somehow hit a roadblock. I mean, we always produced you know first rounders every year, but we just couldn't ha- handle like the those ba- big the games. Badgers beat them a couple times. Yeah, I I try to forget about those. <laughs> yeah, no, I remember. The, in fact, we'll I can replay that one in my. No, I'm just kidding. Get to a break. Other side of the break, we'll continue our conversation. This is the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
Welcome back to the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin show brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan. I'm Mike McGivern. We're talking to two of the Milwaukee Milkmen, Adam Walker and Kurt Heyer. Hey, Adam, um, during the break, we were talking a little bit about uh, a video that you and I saw, and we talked to Kurt a little bit about it. Um, 13-year-old umpire, 7-year-old baseball players, and there was a the adults got into a big brawl. And I don't know if more of that stuff is happening nowadays or if we're just seeing this kind of stuff. And I'm wondering, you played in, in uh, the, the Little League here in Milwaukee, right? What Little League did you play in? North um, Central? Well, I played uh, through the Milwaukee Lutheran programs. Uh, so the Junior baseball, yeah. Junior, junior Red, Red Knights and yeah, those guys? Played with them. Yeah. Um, and, and look, I always, I think people would probably disagree with me, but I was a parent that just kind of, you know, talked to my son, but didn't really, I don't think I yelled much, stuff like that. Kurt, you were telling me your dad wasn't a big baseball guy? No, he um, he was a big football guy uh, growing up. He played at University of Delaware, played some semi-pro ball. Um, and I'm actually the first baseball player in my family, you know, break that mold. So he kind of just kept his mouth shut, you know, watched me play, and then when he when he heard that I was getting better at this game, he's like, oh, maybe you can make a career out of this and stuff. And then he's always been in my corner. And you want your parents to be, you know, your number one fans and support group, and but not to the point where they're fighting on the right. field. <laughs> you know, and you didn't see this video, Kurt. A pregnant woman took a baseball bat and, and started yelling, walked on the field to a 13-year-old umpire. And, and a guy came out and knocked the bat out of her hands and everything you know, went to heck in a handbasket with these seven-year-old baseball players standing at their position. Mood swings. Just watching. Yeah, okay. And you got to, man, you got to be thinking, come on. And there was, bra- there was like, right be- behind the plate, there were guys just throwing haymakers. And then if you looked into center field, there were two guys, adults, wrestling each other out in center field. And another group over by the shortstop area that were throwing punches. None of this stuff, I I don't know if this has happened and we just didn't see it because nobody's posting it, or if this stuff is just starting to happen now. Yeah, I mean, I mean, I personally didn't have anything crazy yeah. like that happen right. uh, when I was growing up, but, uh, you know, I, like I helped coach uh, like a little 10-year-old team, and sometimes you hear some parents, and I'm like, yeah, I think they could calm down a little bit, but, I mean, I think part of it might just be it's 2019, everything's... If you do something, it's gonna get caught on your phone, or there's gonna be video everywhere. So yeah. that might have something to do with it. Yeah, I agree. Hey guys, during the break, we also talked a little bit about you know some of the the outstanding players in in the the year league, and you, you know Adam or, or Kurt, one of you guys said every t- every team we go and every place we go, there's always a player or two that we think, what's he doing here? And I asked you a question, is is baseball as political sometimes as I think it is? And you guys kind of laughed and said, you know, it can be. You know, sometimes it's 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 who you know, and sometimes it's even age um, as far as what they're looking for um, to, 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 to get back into affiliated baseball. Do you guys, um, you guys wonder ever, like, what do I have to do to be able to get back or has it crossed your mind that, hey, look, maybe in the next three years I'm gonna I'm gonna have a change in my career? Um, well, the, the biggest thing is you have to just control what you can control. You can't control like who's at the games. You can't control like you know what coaches are saying to scouts and stuff like that. You can only control what you can do on the field. Um, I mean, he can only control his at bats. I can only control what I do on the mound. 
And that's the thing. You have to learn to block all that outside stuff out and just do what you can do and put yourself in a good position. I mean, you never know who's watching you. That's the biggest thing. You just have to, you know, hope that someone out there likes you. And that's the biggest thing. And it, it just takes like, if they see him hit a, you know, 450 foot home run then they're going to love him. And that's, that's the big thing. It just takes one team to like you. Mm-hmm. Is it hard, Adam? Did you, um, and, and I think that's really good advice. And sometimes I think it's got to be difficult at home when you're, you know, you put your head on the pillow and you think, man, you know, what do I have to do to get, to get noticed? Um, is that, is that difficult for you or can you do what Kurt's saying and just, and just let it go and just play? Um, I mean, for the most part, uh, I just try to do it. It's Kurt's talking about, um, cause I, I've been there where I've gone out there and played and you you know, you're trying to get to the next level and you keep thinking, all right, well, I'm doing this. Like, all right, what else do I have to do? And it's just it's just stressful. I mean, at the end of the day, like like he said, you can only control what you control. Um, it takes one team. You just gotta you just gotta get one team to like you. So you go out there, and again, you never know who's watching. So you could be playing for one team, and another team could have a scout there, and they end up liking you. They could, and you just never know how it plays out. So just try to go out there, have fun, uh, do your best, and at the end of the day, it'll all work out. Hey, you know, with basketball, and, and we chatted a little bit about this as well, but with basketball, there's options. You know, if, if, if you want to play in the D-League, you play in D-League. If you want to go overseas, if you want to play, there's a lot of different places to play. And certainly I've heard of, of you know, Japan. I've heard of the guys playing in Korea. Um, you had talked about Mexico. Is there a lot of options um, Kurt, if, if you want to go outside of the country to play professional baseball? Um, that's the biggest thing. Uh, there's, I think there's options. It's just a matter of like, are you willing to do it? Like, do you want to go overseas and like make that life change? I've seen guys go to Japan and never come back for three years. And, you know, and it's very hard to get back to pro ball coming out of those leagues. You know, Mexico, you have to stay in that league for a year and you can't get looked at by pro teams i guess uh at least that's what i've heard um and it's also like who you know like the networking um like i think everybody would love to go and play you know in these different leagues it's just a matter of you know who you know and are you good enough to you know make it in that league right hey this uh this milwaukee milkman team um again we we had talked to go to milwaukeemilkman.com we talked about you know their upcoming schedule they've got a couple of games in in chicago when they get off this all-star break uh they got a couple of games in chicago and when this thing airs uh which is the which is the 27th uh they're at home now they're at home uh saturday through uh wednesday no through thursday so a lot of home games if you've not been out to see these guys play I would highly recommend get out there. Why look at this uh, this stadium that uh, Zimmerman and his group have put together? It's a beautiful stadium, um, and it's a fun place to go. There's a lot of things. It's it's family fun pro baseball, and that's different. MilwaukeeMilkman.com, and for packages and ticket information, you can give them a call at four one four two two four nine two eight three. That's four one four two two four nine two eight three. Hey Adam, before we get, let you guys go. Um, in this league, what what have what have you taken from playing in this league, good or bad? 
um, quality of, of baseball better than you thought about what you thought. And uh, other than these these long bus trips, you don't want you, you want to stay away from those. So I don't I don't need to put words in your mouth, but I got to believe you never want to do have, have to do those very often. <laughs> yeah, I mean, uh, overall, it's a it's a great league. I mean, um, some fun cities to play. Uh, you know, the competition's uh, definitely solid. Um, there's a lot of a lot of good arms, a lot of good ball players. Um, so. I mean, I know this All-Star game tomorrow should definitely be a good one, so hopefully you can try to check that out. Um, but, yeah, great league. I mean, could probably do without the, the bus trips down to Texas. Ooh, <laughs> but, uh, you know, I mean, that's part of it. And, I mean, we got got a off day today and tomorrow and then get back at it. So got that time to recover. But it's all part of it, and uh, it's been fun. Loving it. Are you happy with um, how you're playing right now, or are you hoping for a bigger second half? Um. Yeah, I mean, uh, I got off to a slow start, but it's definitely been coming around lately. Um, been feeling a lot better and uh, just trying to build off of it and uh, just take it day by day, see where we finish up at the do, end. Do you know day by day if you're seeing the ball? You, you know, when, when, when you're a guy like me that is just a fan watching – and and they'll say, look, he's you know, he's really in a zone. He's seen the ball really well. He's sitting off fields. Can you feel that when you, when you're on deck, when you're in the batter's box, that that uh, that that you're swinging the bat really well? Uh, yeah. Um, I mean, you get you could tell. Uh, you get locked in, and uh, you start seeing it well. Um, you know, you you could feel it, and there's that confidence in there. Um, so you kind of just build off of it, and. I mean, sometimes it changes, you know, different pitchers. You like you like seeing some, you see some guys better than others. But, uh, you know, when you start going and uh, things start rolling, I feel like it just kind of keeps snowballing and you build off of it. Um, I, I, for another show I do call Faith in the Zone, we had uh, we had an ex-major league pitcher who pit, pitched with the Cleveland Indians, a couple other uh, teams. He's now a, a, one of the voices for the Atlanta Braves. Yeah, Paul Bird is his name, and I talk a lot of smack. I can't I, I, all this. And I said, "Hey, you know, if you ever get to Milwaukee, let me know, and and uh, can you still throw?" He said, "Yeah, I can still throw." And I said, "Well, maybe you know, maybe I'll get in the batter's box and I'll take you deep a couple times." He said, "Look, I know Marcus Hanna with the Brewers really well. I can set this up. I'm coming to Milwaukee a couple times this year." He said, "I'll tell you what, don't lean in." And I go, no, I'm just kidding. He goes, no, you're going to talk smack. I said, I can't even hit a softball in the church <laughs> softball league. He said, I own the corners if you lean in. And I said, no, I'm just He said, well, don't say that to me. I'm still pretty competitive. So, hey, boys, I really appreciate you coming in. I know you guys are tired. And uh, the fact that you're willing to come in and spend a couple minutes with me and, and, again, promote the Milwaukee Milkman, I really appreciate it. Go to their website, MilwaukeeMilkman.com. Really uh, interested to see these guys put together a huge August, get in the playoff run. You never know what's going to happen when, when you get there. Uh, they got a lot of home games coming up starting today when this when this uh, segment is airing, and they're in town through Thursday. So make a point to go out and, and cheer these guys on. Welcome them certainly to to uh, this area. And, uh, and tell uh, Adam Walker, welcome home. It's, it's always nice to, uh, to have uh, guys like this doing good things in our community. Thanks again, boys. Yeah, thank you. Thanks for having us. You bet. This has been the Summer Baseball League of Wisconsin, brought to you by Pella Windows and Doors of Wisconsin on Sports Radio 105.7 FM, The Fan.
We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s, and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See T-Mobile.com.